We're starting the podcast. Are we starting? We oh are. my gosh. That was that was that was unexpected. I didn't even know we were doing a podcast. I was just sitting here holding a mic like I normally do. I know. And suddenly suddenly there's a podcast and I'm just un- unprepared. Suddenly, I I feel unprepared. There's another iced coffee in my hand. Suddenly And we're doing it again. There's a matcha latte in a in a glass cup that looks like a soda can and Hey, um, it's I, all the rage right now, and I think they're really pretty. I, hey, you you perceived judgment where judgment didn't exist. I just want everyone to know. I'm just making know, an observation. I just want everyone to know that I have the cool cups, and I feel good about you it. You can tell by the way that drink sounded that this cup is pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> I actually do think the cup is cool, and I find it very interesting. Let's let's dive into the fact that you just assumed that I was judging you when all I was doing is making an observation about the appearance of the cup. No, let's talk about daddy issues. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so I what love are we? You too. What Sorry, are we I was I okay. had water. I, like, I had a, coffee in my mouth. It was mouth. like a two second delay. That's um. <sighs> I love you too. That's a that's a conversation happening <laughs> later. Delay right there. <laughs> um, what's new in your life, Gabe? Update the folks. Update mm. the peeps. And by the way, I will tease that we have a little, uh, a little another email to read. Oh, we, we do. We actually, yeah. Gosh, from our fan. Uh huh from our, our one fan um what's new in my life well there's some stuff i can't talk about of course did i mention um i don't know where we left off last time. i don't either i'll just i'll be brief just in case we've already said it so um america's got talent called us back um right. and wanted us to be a part of an act uh so it's not our act but we're involved in the act um we went to la last month we did it it went really well it was really fun i flirted with simon cowell as simon cowell it was super weird that's all i'm probably allowed to say that's a good yeah but um we got uh basically reached out to saying you know uh give us your availability uh because this act is looking really well in the edit and it might go to the finals Mm -hmm. so that's basically what they said to us last year um it doesn't mean anything just beyond you know it it might it might not even air because of the you know hundreds of acts that audition I, I'd say maybe only twenty percent of them actually make it to TV and it just depends on what kind of show they're building you know yep. if there's no room for an act if there's like three really really good magic acts and they only have a slot for one they're gonna pick one out of the three it doesn't mean you know but anyway so mm-hmm. all that to say we don't know for sure if it's going to even air but if it does there's a good chance that we will be doing another act and I can't say what the act is I'm not I'm actually not allowed to talk about what the act is i don't think oh but um yeah i think uh, everyone it's safe to assume that it's a um there's some impressions there's some it's singing. a stripping it's a stripping act, act. where i do impressions yeah at, we, we all know what famous you're strippers at. yeah we all know what all those famous at. strippers that we all know yep um subscribe to my only fans anyway and <laughs> then we also have uh what going on in my life uh nate and i were we have a new i guess you could call him manager a- Oh, but, I was thought um, you were going to talk about your name. Well, that's that's where I'm going with it. Ah. Um, who is basically he's uh, former uh, head of experimental marketing at Capitol Records and uh, worked for Warner as well. Um, managed some really huge artists. He did uh, Eminem, um, Grimes, Lil Nas X, and he's um, very the interested in our new music. Peanut version, the or just peanut the regular? Version of, uh, no, it, I think it's the uh, the green Eminem. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the sexy one. Or the white one? No, the green one. Okay. Yeah, no, the white M&M is 
racist but um we, <laughs> you, we uh yeah so it's it's very really uh fun. it, it I things like I in the works it. potentially uh, we don't know all you know as i've learned in my 33 am i 33 i don't know oh my gosh how have i learned in my 25 years of i'm not 34 it's yeah you just turned 34 it's 2023 so and I'm, I'm 23 i'm 33 claire it's 2023 i'm 33 Anyway. Oh, right. You it's serious? opposite. You're young. No, no, no. I don't know how to count. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. Testament to the uh, I'm Canadian turning... public school system, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, Wait, but I didn't go to public school. I know. I just wanted to insult Canadians. Oh, okay. That's so, um, <laughs> man, I'm in a spicy mood today. What did you put in this latte? Spice. Yeah. Uh, from Dune. Oh, you can see spice in the air. My home world of Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun goes down. Um, but yeah, I'm rambling now. So yeah, uh, p- potentially good things in the works. Oh, and yeah, Claire and I are uh, possibly making Married. a movie. Oh, the, yeah. the the down the sad thing <laughs> is that my movie I was really excited about coming out that I've been waiting to come out for three years that I did a whole bunch of characters in the Steve Odekirk movie Thumb mm. Wars is no longer coming out because uh right well I can, really I can, i'll say what he announced <clears throat> um he got a deal uh basically uh f- a deal for a franchise right from, Which a, is ma- awesome. from a major studio under the condition that he doesn't release this movie because the studio right. that bought it is not the studio that owns star wars <laughs> yeah so basically that's kind of so i'm hoping i'll i'll get to be involved in the other movies but yeah it'll be a while before anything of mine on screen comes out which is sad but I'm still doing work and it's still well, fun. Well, you at least have something coming out this Christmas for shiz. That's right. For sure. Bringing back Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Go bringing figure. back, Christmas bringing back again. Christmas to me. Okay, so what's new in your life, Clean? Um, Nothing much. All right, so let's talk about... I'm let's kidding. get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you did I some don't... stuff. You're writing some stuff. I am, Well, I think I've already talked about it, but I am still in the process of writing the musicals. Gabriel did help me finish the demos all. Darn, I did. So they're all done. I darn did. Um, Dude. We're moving towards trying to write the, the in-betweens, I like to say, because we have the whole outline. We have all the songs done, and now... Uh, we have me singing all the female <laughs> demo songs and you singing all the male ones or not the anyway the characters in the songs that's right it was fun and the um, songs are really good i can't wait for you guys to hear them it's uh we're working on trying to just make the script in between that now write it out write some jokes and then when we feel like it's done uh we will be submitting it to um a theater company that we know who will definitely probably do it most likely, I mean, yes. Definitely, maybe. Um, so it'd be that really a cool. Definitely, I think it is. Maybe. I was actually just it's a thinking great that. title. It's really weird because sometimes Someone our brains sync it. up. Yeah. And I feel like Not it's happening lot. right now. Not a lot. Yeah, maybe like point zero zero five percent of the time. I was gonna say yeah, around, around there. there. <laughs> oh, zero point zero zero six. There it is. Yep. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, it's been it's been really fun. Um, and. We uh, theater season. I like to say theater season's like the end of the it's year like and the beginning of the season. year. Yeah, and uh, uh, theater season's coming to a, a wrap soon. So I want to like in my l- actual daily life, you, you know. Say my so, little, my, my little, little life, my little. Ah! Ah! Anyway, um, 
But yeah, I've been doing some auditions and stuff, but nobody cares about that because if you don't get it, it doesn't matter. So Well, um, did yeah. I complain about the movie you booked that you couldn't do because of the play you were in? Might have. I'm really mad. She booked a movie. It would have been really cool. She would have got to die. Yep. You know how long I've wanted to see you get killed? Yeah, and I know. It- <laughs> and I didn't even get... I, I was in something where... And I that has been a bucket list thing for of mine for a while. Where you got killed and it was off yeah, screen. Yeah, and it was, and it was off all ADR. screen. You just, you just did your famous... It's like uh, they simplified it to, you Ultrasonic know, squeak. Make the budget smaller. <laughs> and then yeah. you died. They were pretty... The ADR people were pretty impressed with my scream. They were like, I'm mad that... It doesn't I'm impressed really with your scream. Scene, have I told? But the, they wanted to still use it. Have I told the couldn't. story of um, when I was at DHX and you were in session, a My Little Pony session? I had oh, driven Michelle yeah. there, um, and I, mean, <clears throat> I wasn't. <laughs> DHX was weird. Well, some of the people well, there were weird. But yes. um, basically, when they're like, "Oh wait, you're you're Black Griffin. You're that that Brony. Well, you can't." You can't be here. <laughs> I know. But I can't leave because I drove Michelle here and I have to drive her back. So I would sit in the lobby waiting for you guys to get done for the old, hours. Old DHX. Building. Yes, the Dick Dick and Rogers. Do they still have it? I'm not sure. But anyway, um Tabitha was really sweet because she would always come out and sit with me and chat with me and, That's and nice. that was yeah, that was fun. But when she was in session, I was just on my own. And the ISO booth, you know, it's a like it's like, like multiple doors industrial to get grade there. Yeah. ISO booth separated by another room mm-hmm. where the lobby is. And I'd be sitting out there and I would hear. That's what it sounded like. And I'm like, what is that? And I actually said, what, what is that? It, it just occasionally it would happen. And it was a few sessions before I think it was Tabitha who said, oh, Claire's screaming. And I was like, what? Yep. Like, yeah, that's Claire screaming. I was like. Wow, your screen. I swear has, they like wrote that in. Enough. It more. should be weaponized. <laughs> it's I'm like surprised sonic you didn't destroy the microphone. Boom, essentially. Well, that's not how sonic booms work. Well, it is in my heart. And that's well, what that's makes That's your it truth, true. and that's all that matters. Yep. Exactly. Let's talk about objective truth. That'll be fun. Um, no, I actually want to say, like, my brain, I'm realizing more and more that like, the, the older I get, how autism affects me differently than it affects other because here's the thing it's very hard to say well i struggle with this without you know assuming that someone else doesn't struggle with it yeah and regardless of what affliction you have what you know because everyone's unique everyone's got some ism of some sort um it's impossible for you to know if the person you're talking to experiences the same thing as you but as you you know talk to more people and you start to just kind of pick up context clues and go oh okay this might be more unique to me than i thought and one thing that is really frustrating about me that i realize other people don't seem one to struggle thing with about me is that if i'm is that from is that from um new girl i mean um it's uh, just crazy a ex-girlfriend it's just a trend on it sounds like it should be, but it's a trend on all the social medias right now. <laughs> I just hear that beep behind I it. I have friends. I definitely have, have friends. Friends, friends, friends friendly friends. friends. Time, Time to meet my friends. friends. Uh, so see, that that's that kind of actually proves my point, which is that it takes my brain a very long time to reset from whatever I'm doing. So I yeah. love structure and routine, but I also get bored really quickly if I'm stuck in a structure or routine. So I'm always seeking to shake up the routine. That you but didn't then it create takes for my yourself? mind any routine, but I prefer to create my own routine. Um and I learned that being in the military, so kinda going I I like to kind of have my own schedule. You know? So your routine is not having a routine. No, I have a routine. But 
what's weird is that if I lately I've been traveling almost every like like two or three times a month I've been traveling yeah. to perform or to you know go record or to you know he meet people. <clears throat> I've been gone a lot, my brain and I know that today. you've been very happy about that. But um, hey, <laughs> only a little. Only a little happy. No, because I let I too have my own routines. All all that to say, man, I'm rambling. Is that I've been home for two weeks now, and that's the longest stretch I've been home for the last several months, and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I feel like my brain is fragmenting, but. I feel it also kind of like if I could view my sanity as a bell curve, I feel it kind of returning back to sanity as I settle into the routine of, oh, I don't have anywhere to go today. Better clean, you know, so that's kind of where I'm I'm at. So I'm actually curious, just as you're (laughs) putting on the wife hat right now. I'm not putting on the wife hat. That's fine. Um, What is your routine? What are, what routines do you like? What are some things like scheduling things? Well, um, for one, I love watching some kind of show at night. Mm. So if we're not, and, and it comes from like th- Star what, Trek, you mean? Well, now we're watching Star Trek, Whatever but like, it, yeah, it would probably drive me crazy if I didn't watch something at night. My other routine is I, and and this is no matter where I am, I have to fall asleep. Watching some kind of educational content. It has to be educational because if it doesn't so stimulate my brain, that. well, I can't sleep without. And, and white so noise doesn't do it. It need it's something I need to focus on. I used to have horrible, horrible insomnia. I can sleep mm. now because I have figured out that hack. That's so weird because your sister I know has a hard time sleeping too, but it's she does the white noise. Because our mind thing. doesn't. We don't know how to quiet in our, our mind. Me too, but that's why I have to be Quieten. distracted. So here's the thing. For me, I have to be distracted by something enough. That, and I used to, as a kid, I actually figured this out when I was younger. And a lot of the times my parents would also take away my like laptop or my electronics. Because oh, I didn't have, yeah. We would get, well, that was like our main like, like, um. I didn't get that? a cell phone D- until I was 16. Um, I don't. I think I got well. I got mine earlier because well, but you you were working. I was also. Working. I got a Motorola Razor. It looked so cool. I my brother and I shared a phone with two buttons on it. I used to pretend no, to shave. No, three buttons. Mom, Dad, and nine one one. Wow. Called the Firefly. That sounds. Um, I was so afraid that if I pressed the button to nine one one accidentally, like in my backpack, that they would come. For the me. cops would come. Yeah. I mean, they do. Wait, what That's, was I saying? What was I saying? You were talking about something. I hope that helps. Thanks. You're welcome. Hope that helps. Hope that, um, I was thinking that too. No, you were um, talking about your your brain that you you need oh, to focus on up. something. Okay, yeah. so I figured out when I was a kid. This is the stuff that got taken away. Um, I would put headphones in and listen to before podcasts were cool. I used to listen to uh, really long YouTube videos, like hour long YouTube videos, yeah. or um, albums on repeat. the The one album from the Beatles. I think I know those songs so well because I listen to them to fall asleep. So when I was a kid, that's what I would do. I would All listen the time. to music, but I would it would have to be music that I liked and knew. <clears throat> but the problem was it got to the point where I'd listen to the songs, you know, so many times that I had them fully completely memorized. Oh my gosh, I had a little CD player. Sorry, you looked out the window because I said, "Oh my gosh," right when I turned that way. I had a CD player I was and I get had the Lion King 2 soundtrack on it. And I had it on shuffle. And 
I Wouldn't started it mess with to you? know no because I started to know what song was next. Right. No, me too. Depending That's what I'm on saying. the pattern. It mess with you and I told shuffle? my dad, I was like, I actually can predict what songs are going to come next. So that's impossible. Shuffle's completely random. I'm like, I don't think it is. And then I started to wonder in my head, it may be random, but if there's some kind of program running like a sequence, maybe uh, you know, like three thousand revolutions per minute, it's possible that that program is going to land on the same quote-unquote random song because the length of the previous song is the same but if i started on a song it would be a different pattern like if i hit randomize and it started on a specific song so i basically i began to memorize the pattern for each song that would play that's weird so if the first song that played was um the uh, he lives in you he lives in you he lives in me he watches over the next song would be the um uh how we never it was it was a it was a version of uh Uh Um, the lion sleeps tonight. The lion sleeps yeah. tonight. Yeah, but it was it was like a a Lion King version of it. Hi, oh, baby, I like that. Hey, okay, so for me, I I there are some albums that I just know so well because they, I listen to them in full because all the songs are really really good that I know what comes next in the natural order, not in the shuffle right. thing. But <clears throat> the natural that order. is when I started doing that and like listening to other songs on the radio i would start singing the next song in the album because that's like that's the order that it went for me but n- not only did i listen to uh albums and to like you. youtube videos to i don't know why i said that my mouth moved weird. i have a little cut in my mouth so i i'm getting a little lispy because i'm trying i'm like favoring it it's but cute um the cd player that's what it was reminding me of i had all these audiobooks this is like very much pre-podcast life. Podcast. Um, podcast life. Um, that they played um, like 39 Clues and I started, to, you're not going to like it, Gabe. It like He's ramen. sniffing my coffee. It smells like ramen. Well, it's not, it doesn't taste like ramen. It's because of the golden grams in there. You put golden grams in your The milk. Oh, right. No, that's not yummy. Yeah, it's not yummy. That's why green is for you. It tastes like did you Cigar- chug it yours tastes already? like cigarette water. It's almost gone. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It tastes like cigarette water. Sorry. Continue. Oh. Okay. Uh, he's only half done. Anyway. <clears throat> so yeah, I would listen to things like Thirty Nine Clues. I had, I think, Nancy Drew audiobooks and stuff like that. But for some reason, oh, oh, and my favorite, <gasps> Beethoven lives upstairs. I had that whole bloody thing. Wait a minute. Rise. So it was. I'm guessing. I'm. You never told me this before. I'm guessing it was. Beethoven music played like you were hearing it through a wall, so like super muted and quiet. No. Dang it. But that's funny. That would have been hilarious. So, it, but weirdly enough, it's it starts out that way. So That's not Beethoven, but, is it? Wait, Bach, wait, Beethoven lives upstairs and something, to, and a Bach one as well. Beethoven's. Yes, so Beethoven lives upstairs was my favorite because this dumb freaking girl who's supposed to be like 12 is playing piano and it starts off like this. Like a kid playing it, right? And you're like, and it, oh my gosh, it made me so mad because I knew what the song was and I was like, hurry up, girl. And I'd listen to it every time. And she, like, obviously it's the same recording, but I was like, why isn't she getting any better? Like in my head, I was just annoyed. Why would you listen to that? Oh, because, well, I think my mom got it from our piano teacher, actually. Interesting. But it was so fun. This girl basically ends up playing it and then her mom's like, go outside, honey, go play. And she's like, I just have to practice one more time. And it's really bad at the beginning. But then... 
he shows up and he starts playing it. Beethoven and she comes back up. to the piano and she's like, ah, who are you? And he's like, I'm the one who wrote this music. And they have this whole Why conversation. Why is Beethoven French? I don't was know. It's supposed French? to be German. It's supposed to be like a German. Okay. But he wasn't very good Germanic. at Germanic. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they end up having this whole conversation and then you go back into his life. He takes like her, not in like a time machine, but basically that's kind of what it does. He, she's, it's a time piano. He's like, I'm going to take you back in time. With me. I will play the proper melodies that will take us back in time. But like, basically he takes her back in 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 through his life and she ends up instead of being frustrated playing his song like oh i hate piano practice she by the end of it is like i love beethoven he's an amazing man so it's so it's beethoven propaganda yeah that's fitting for the other stuff your family <laughs> was into so um <laughs> no I, like it was one of my favorite things i think i still have it actually um, think, but it played through the whole, like, it, there were like eight, nine minute chunks of a song. And so I would always fall asleep at the same part. So your brain developed a pattern and it fell into it. It would get sleepy right so after. Michelle, Michelle Kreber had <laughs> a, a, um, a piano album of Disney music. So Disney piano mm. music. But she listened to it every single night. And I thought there's no way if I did this that I would not be driven insane by this. Because Monique told me she's like she's been listening to this since she was like six. And I was like, How? That's, yeah, and this but one was for a while. It's too. because your brain focuses on familiarity. It creates kind of a peaceful environment. And you can listen to that wherever you go. The thing for me that the, the if it's too like I said, remember I said I crave structure and order, but mm-hmm. repetition also makes me bored. Go, and my mind yes. will it'll it'll fit into a slot in my mind and I'll ignore it. I'll even tune it out and then I'll start thinking. I love the fact that I'm always thinking about stuff, but if I'm trying to sleep, I can't. It's not It's not even stressful. It's just I don't want to be asleep. I want to be awake. I want to be awake so I can think about so these things. So that's interesting to me that why you are able to fall asleep with like the big thinking YouTube videos. I have to fall asleep with big thinking. So I watch... Uh, so right now, I'm William to Isaac Othel, who is a... a, a that's exactly I love what him. he sounds like. Oh. We're going to talk about other worlds. He's got this great... It's adorable because he, he, he says... Uh, he. There, a little like Elmer Fudd image will appear like halfway through his Aww. video. It'll say, hey, Waskwee Wabbits, if you're having trouble understanding uh, my lisp, turn on turn subtitles. On yeah, it's That's like, so I love cute. it. But he's brilliant. I highly recommend Isaac Arthur if you want to like watch videos of re- uh, someone who's, I think, probably has the best perspective and most accurate like prediction of what future uh yeah, humanity like among the stars the solar system would yeah, look like yeah well just uh, just in 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 like planetary colonization uh other uh life forms uh maybe carbon-based versus silica-based yeah. life forms he's just he's he's very thorough mm-hmm. in his uh video content and he, his videos are very long and so right now i'm in an isaac arthur kick yeah uh but thanks to the youtube algorithm if i don't if don't watch isaac arthur for like a week It'll he'll fall out of my recommended, and I will yeah, forget about him. I do him. the same thing, and I, it I happens that. to me too. I hate that. I hate the new. See, the I YouTube have to watch recommended. No offense, not that they're bland YouTubers, but if we're comparing it to this, I have to watch people who are not really talking or doing a whole lot because it helps. Well, calm you, for me you, down. it's the opposite. This is what I was saying. It's like your mind gets if your mind is too stimulated it keeps you up for me yes. my mind has to be stimulated or my mind will stimulate itself that's and that so keeps random. me up that's so random because i would rather someone else do the thinking for me so i can focus on their thought process and eventually fall asleep than be trying to figure things i'm always my brain's always that's trying to so solve a puzzle 
That's so interesting. And if there is no puzzle to solve, it will create one. And so I like hearing someone else solve the puzzle for me. Yeah, and I like some hearing someone else like talk about stupid stuff where I'm like, wow, that's dumb, and then I fall asleep. So if anyone else out there is like me, I'm going to recommend the yeah. channels that I like, and then you recommend the channels that you like, people, okay. people like you. Um, all the Vsauce channels, Vsauce 1, 2, and 3, excellent um, content to watch uh, that that is like re- like science science based. Yeah. I really like Niall Red. He does a lot of chemistry experience experiments. Wait, this is the guy who talks like this. <laughs> uh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Styropyro, who's another oh, no, guy no. like Styropyro does this. And I was thinking this is really a powerful laser, but I think it was like that's how Styropyro, that's Styropyro talks. Okay. Uh, he does. Uh, yeah, Niall I really Red? like. Huh? Who's not? What does Niall Red sound? So I put it in a beaker, and that's oh, when I noticed that it was really quite big. Like that's yeah. that's Nile Red. He does chemistry stuff. I tried um, to pull out the gold. The gold. Gold. <laughs> the yeah. gold. It's, Cana- it's gold. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's, for he's Canadian. Shizzle. He's amazing. The brilliant, brilliant uh, chemist. Um, I also really like. Oh dang it! I'm trying to remember. I should write them down because there's uh, a bunch. Kurskazad. Kurskazad. I I I've started to like them less. Not because they're good videos, but their content, I feel their content has become kind of biased, and I don't really like that very much. Um, Focusing just, less on They focus a lot on political, more, what we should think. Uh, political, yeah, political stuff, and it's like... I the, feel like I've always been able I don't to figure say, out if someone's trying to get me to think the way they want to think. Well, I actually looked it up. Even if I agree I, with that, I looked like, it up, mm, and I was thinking, because I was like, like they're doing a lot of videos. Like, their, their videos used to cover, like, broad topics, and now it's like... They focus only on like specific, you know, PC things. Okay. And I'm not even saying that they're wrong. It's just I don't really want to be thinking about politics, especially when I'm falling asleep. Very true. And yeah. so I actually looked it up and I found out that they being funded have, are being funded huh? recently, being funded like millions of dollars by a person. You can look it up yourself. I'm not going to be dropping names here, but <laughs> um, yeah, I was kind of. Oh like, no, huh. I am shocked. It kind of well, no, it was kind of <laughs> validating though because I was like, oh okay, that actually makes sense to me. And they're not bad. Their videos are still very good, very very well made. I prefer their videos that talk about science, like for the sake of talking about science, without there's yeah. some kind of agenda that they're pushing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I I I hate using examples, but I'll, I'll instead create a hypothetical scenario. I like a video that says this is how ants work. And doesn't say, this is how ants work, but all the ants are dying, and if we don't do something about it, then they're all going to be extinct. You know what I mean? Yes. And if you want to help out, donate to Bluff. You know? uh, yes, that, and buy that, my t-shirts. That's where <laughs> Chris Kazad is starting to save go. Save the ants. Yeah, save um, the blank. But speaking of ants, I know another one of your YouTube channels that you might have forgotten about. Maybe yeah. maybe it was who you're trying to think of. Um, the guy the guy who talks like this. He sounds like Zay Frank. Freeman. But yeah, Zay thank Frank. you. Thank uh, you. Uh, he does true facts. Yeah. He's hard to watch when you're falling asleep because comedy stuff actually keeps me up because I want to hear the jokes. That's funny. I want to like, here we will explore true facts about the cuttlefish. That yeah. is exactly what he sounds like. Thank you. I should be an impressionist. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Right, it well, doesn't make me I'll pay list anymore, through mine so. so we can actually get onto another, like a proper topic here because we've been talking a lot that's what happens when we don't like record something yeah. for a while do it um but uh i speaking of comedy i, I actually do it that i can't release because it's in thumb wars yay 
<laughs> Yay. Um, anyway, um, there's this really bad YouTuber I watch. His name's Black Griffin. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, he never posts any videos anymore. <laughs> no, but I I watch uh, Cody Ko. I've been on a Cody Ko kick recently. I probably like because Ko. he, him and his wife just got married. And so I'm kind of like, ooh. He just got married to his wife? That doesn't make sense. Uh, previously was his fiance. Yeah, there you go. I, bit my tongue. I also really like Hannah Maloche. She's a really sweet girl about my age who does lots of travel videos. It sounds and, like a, something fa- that they would give to you at a fancy restaurant. And we have a wonderful platter of Hannah Maloche. <laughs> Delicious Maloche. Yeah, With side, side of Hannah Maloche. You know, Cody um, Co doesn't sound like an ingredient, but Hannah Maloche. No, but Hannah Maloche, I've also been on a kick recently watching her videos because she does a lot of travel, but she's I get a very kick. interesting in the way she goes about it. She's, and I don't know if she would take this as an insult. I feel like she wouldn't, but she's kind of like, sometimes she's all over the place and she, 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 it's Tangential. not that she hangs out with these people, but she definitely is in the realm of the typical female young influencer, but she doesn't do things like them. She is, you know, she is an editor, like legit editor. She has a a, a jewelry like. Line so, so you were just saying she's recently. girly without being uh, conformist annoying. or predictable. It's like I'm girly, no, but that's my personality. Annoying too. Though, oh, okay. Because a lot of these other girls are like, hey, we're at Coachella, and she just like makes fun of kind of herself when she decides to do things like that it's, it's cute she just seems like a really nice person I always and like i really want to be your friend i always like people who are very confident in being who they are even if what yes. who they are seems cliche yeah you know what i mean it's like oh yeah i i like pink i feel actually, like i'm not saying i like pink but like okay yeah well, here's a typical guy thing like i i love extreme sports and i like guns and i uh-huh. like fast cars and it's like that's very cliche I don't care. I like those mm-hmm. things. <laughs> and I'm not, and when know? she does do the cliche things, like talk about her outfit and where she bought them from, she's kind of like, whatever. And then like, like is almost like a little embarrassed that she's doing the influencer thing. But at the same time, that's also why a lot of people are watching your videos. I really like that outfit. I want to know where you got those shoes from. Like, that's just like a thing. So I've been kind of watching her recently because I feel like I'm embracing my girly side a little bit more um, because I... I have it and I don't want to like pretend like I don't have it even though I am primarily a tomboy so I don't know but um those are the only two I can honestly think of right now because I I I, yeah, like I know. I've got the channels. same problem. It's like I, sh- I feel like I need to go. I love Mythbusters, but I've seen all of their content so many times that I can't really go back and watch it because yeah. I've already seen it all. I know. Yeah. Um, but I actually referenced some of their experience. I'm really glad. That, so like, all right, going back to guns briefly. Um, something people don't understand is bullet drop. Um, like why does a bullet drop more for certain calibers than for others? And it's not that it's dropping more. It's dropping at the same rate as every other bullet. It's a, but if the bullet moves slower, it's going to take longer to get to the target and therefore it will appear to have dropped more. But if you fire a bullet mm. horizontally at the same time as you drop a bullet, both, uh, uh, assuming the ground is perfectly flat, both bullets are going to hit the ground at the same time. And um, Mythbusters actually did that with a 45 ACP out of a 1911. They they had it in a, a, a grip level in a giant airplane hangar, and they predicted this with the speed of the bullet, I think it's 900 feet per second for a 45 ACP out of like an 8-inch barrel, um, where it would drop. And so they put a camera where the bullet would hit the ground, 
and they had I think it was on a servo they didn't do it by hand yeah but the, uh, a machine it. pulled the trigger and dropped a bullet yeah. right next to the gun at the same time and then they synced up the camera views of the ground you know several hundred feet in front of the gun and then the ground right next to the gun where the bullet was dropped and they hit at the same time and I'm like I love that they they actually did that because yeah. it's like it makes perfect sense from a physics standpoint that that would happen, especially because the bullet isn't aerodynamic. It doesn't float. I remember it really annoyed me. There's a movie called Rat Race and there's a scene where two of the characters get in a uh, like a rocket car that's uh, on the salt flats going to try to break the land speed record. It's mm. so stupid. <laughs> I love that movie. And uh, they end up driving past somebody who shoots a gun at them or near them. And she looks out the window and the bullet is flying right next to her, but it's not dropping. It's just hovering there. And I was like, why is the bullet hovering there? It's not aerodynamic. There's no airfoil. There's no reason for the bullet to fly through the air. It doesn't fly through the air. It falls. It's just moving forward as it's going through the air. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I said that would be brief and then it wasn't. <laughs> what was the thing we were going to supposed to talk about? Um. I ask. Ten minutes into the podcast, how long has it been? Oh no, no, we're like more than halfway through. Holy hand grenade! Yeah, I know it went fast. Um, well, we did talk a little bit about overactive brains and stuff. Um, we did. We, we we will be talking about stainless steel because that's what we left off the last time. I'm holding a stainless steel revolver right now. I know, I know. But also, we have a letter, and we need to read it. So can here, I just let's do the letter first? Though. I want to touch on something real quick. What is it though? Does it have to do with stainless steel? No. Okay. You said overactive brains. I want to be clear that overactive doesn't necessarily mean like superior or more intelligent. It's just no, not hyperactive at all. brains. We're using what, me as an example referring, in this. So. <laughs> what we're referring to is a brain that can't self-regulate, like has trouble shutting, shutting, down, like, shutting down when it's time to shut down. I feel like for most of my life, that has been nothing but a, a, a inconvenience and yep. even a hindrance at times. And, and I wish is, I had better control. I don't have trouble sleeping. But I am, I will postpone bedtime if there's interesting things happening. Now, when Gabe's out of town and it's just me, I get to decide what's happening. So guess when I go to bed? Yeah, but when I'm home, whatever I say goes. No, you when you the get line, home, mister. This is the problem. I obviously married you because you're an, an, an interesting person. A huge thing with here me. Here to hear first, folks. I'm an interesting person. <laughs> a huge reason why we even got along to begin with is that I wasn't bored by you. And same as my best friend. Like, I've never been bored by I Bella. thought I was your best friend. You are. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's why I married you. Uh, but but now it's I'm your interesting husband. because I don't like... Interesting. 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 I just think that's interesting. Um, but I just don't really... Yeah, I have like a problem being, you know... Uh, I, I would say that I'm obsessed with you for the long run, which is nice. And that was a huge reason why Aww. in my head at some point I decided, yeah, That's I another staple of hyperactive brains and also neurodivergent brains is hyperfixation. Uh, my yes. hyperfixations last anywhere <clears throat> from like six months to about four or five years. My Mine longest are... lasting hyperfixation that is inanimate is uh paramotors and guns yep. guns I, i've but but i come back in to seasons. guns like i yeah right now in i'm seasons. in a gun season because i can't fly because it's so freaking windy here i know so i've been doing speed drills and you've been filming me thank you for that no, um no as far as like characters go because i also like obsess over 
um, characters, typically. When I say characters, uh, it could be a, a person, but it rarely is an actual person. It's yeah, usually it's like a like portrayal. a Stitch. I was obsessed with Stitch for the longest time. It took me a while you to figure out that's because I related to him. I was like, oh my gosh, that's me as a yeah. cartoon character. But see, so I've also, okay, we could talk about obsession too, but like in a fun way, hyperfixation obsession, I... I think my hyperfixations last significantly shorter than yours. That may have to do with the ADHD. I'm not really sure. But I just know that overall, I have a couple, like on one hand, I could count the things that I will constantly always feel super excited about doing. But that is not, or or people to hang out with or whatever. But then there, on the other hand, there is loads of people, things, hobbies that I really, really like for about two months. Mm -hmm. And that proves to be very difficult in my life because it's like exercising. I literally bought new headphones because I thought it would be really cool to go on a walk with these headphones. And I did for four days in a row. (laughs) Then I got my period and I was done. My headphones disappeared. That's what it did to me. That was it. Well, never went back. <laughs> I think my that, that by that logic, my hyperfixations last longer because it's been a while since my last period. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay, let's let's read this letter real quick. Hello, Gabe and Claire. Hi. Hi. Hope you both are doing well. Yep. Yep. Seeing that it is tornado season, I figured it's fitting to chat about them and remedy some of my ignorance. Oh my gosh, I love this, love this person. Being a guy from Wisconsin, where they are less common, I both have a fascination and kind of fear of tornadoes. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Are you autistic? <laughs> Gabe's getting excited. I'm getting excited. He's flapping his arms. I was obsessed with tornadoes when I was a kid because I was scared of them. Like, same with Titanic. I was terrified uh-huh. of Titanic. Obsessed with it. Aliens. Terrified of aliens. Obsessed with them. Ugh. Go on. I remember getting picture books of them from the library when I was younger. But yep, now seeing images of them at at all makes me shudder a little. Me too. Is that I an wanted... adult fear thing? I mean, they're basically dark towers of death reaching down from the sky. Also, how slash why do people in Tornado Alley build houses and buildings when at any moment they can be destroyed? Are the structures strong enough to withstand most of them? No. Thank you and good day, Tradley slash Sazer Light. I hope I'm saying that right. Oh, I know this person. Hi. Yeah, they're on Twitter. Um, I interact with them occasionally. So, all right. Yes, the sounds and effects for the tornado scene in The Wizard of Oz still hold up amazingly today. Yes, they okay. do. In fact, the, the tornado scenes in Wizard of Oz are brilliant because they used, actually, I don't, I, they didn't use green screen, but they used like something similar where they had actual tornado footage that they layered in behind. I don't know if it was done analog. Like, I don't think they had a screen. I don't remember how they did it. I should actually look it up because it's fascinating. But oh my gosh, I could ramble about this forever, but I'm going to try to be simple. All right. I will say your fear, while it is based around something that is real and dangerous, is still an irrational fear because your chances of dying in a tornado are much lower than they are of dying in a car crash right. and you're not afraid of cars. Be aware. Well, we, don't know that. we don't know that. Okay, well, assume you're not Let's afraid not of cars. Let's not assume that You're not Tradley's talking about your fear of cars, cars and when you see a car, you shudder. Sadly, so, respond to the email. Let us know if you're afraid of cars. Be, be, be <laughs> aware. So... The tough part about being afraid, having an irrational fear about something that is actually dangerous is that exposure therapy doesn't really help in these scenarios. Mm-mm. Like if you're afraid of spiders, you can expose yourself to spiders that you know to not be dangerous to get over that fear. Um, you can't True. really do that with tornadoes. You expose yourself to a tornado. That's not really a tornado. Well, living in tor- – so I used to live in Tornado Alley. Oh, I know. They could go in that, that tornado, um, the money tornado in the malls and try and get used to it. 
Yep. Or they could go to the tornado exhibit in Universal, which makes an actual tornado out of steam in front of you. That's pretty darn cool. That's really cool. But anyway, um, is it Universal? Yeah, I think it's Universal. So um, I used to live in Tornado Alley and in South Dakota. And we actually had tornadoes go through our yard. I was obsessed with tornadoes. I never saw one. I always, the tornado sirens, I always heard. In fact, Nate and I got so good at imitating tornado sirens. One time we were talking about doing it and we did it. We were in it. This is, we were at a convention and we were in the green room. And Nate and I started doing, and he just did the, because it's a, it's a major, yeah, it's a major third, I think. And so we were doing that, the, the two of us. And Monique started going, okay, guys. Let's, and she started gathering stuff up. And then we looked at her like, what are you doing? And she paused. And she said, wait, was that you? I said, yeah. And she said, oh, my gosh. I thought the tornado sirens were going off. She was like getting ready to, to shelter in place. For me, when I heard tornado sirens, I went outside to try to see it. Yeah. Um, because... Tornado weather is one of the most eerie, fascinating things. The sky turns green, typically. Mm. I still don't fully understand why it does that. I'm assuming it's some form of rally scattering. But um, when we... Which we talked about on a yes, previous podcast episode. The air gets really, really still and quiet. There's no wind. All the animals, like crickets and bugs, they also get quiet because they, they're hiding because they wild. know something's up. And so... It's like dogs with earthquakes. Yes. They just well, the dogs get scared too. Weird. Our yeah. dogs got scared too. Yeah. And so... Then you hear the tornado sirens. That's the only thing you hear. And then and then the wind and the rain yeah. start. And it's usually it comes in like a wall. And it's just insane. Just yeah. And then there's so much noise. They say tornado sounds like a freight train. There's so much noise in a storm strong enough for there to be a tornado. You will probably never know. Twister does a good job of portraying tornadoes where they except for with the exception of the F five at the end. There's so much rain and lightning, it's often very yeah. hard to see a tornado if it's there. That's a very good um, movie recommendation for Another excellent, uh, fascinating thing that you should research regarding tornadoes is that we still don't fully understand how they form, but by simulating the atmospheric conditions in supercomputers, oh, yeah, they yeah. have got tornadoes to form, and they're studying the tornadoes in the supercomputers to learn how actual tornadoes work. That is yep. crazy. There's a video on it. You have to look up. I don't know what it's called, but I'm sure if you just look up supercomputer tornado, you'll be able to find it. It's so good. It yeah. just like blows my mind that they can simulate something like, to, I don't know, several billion to trillion particulates in the computer that behave like water drops and form storm clouds and tornadoes, yes? Um, as much as I am loving this tornado conversation, we also probably should get to the stainless steel because we're actually at the end here. Okay. Well, can I briefly... What, yeah. What was, I was going to address one more thing that he said. He said, um, is it is an adult fear, which I shouldn't be afraid, is a giant column of death. Is that Yes, there's a good reason thing? to be afraid of them, but not so afraid that they, you oh, shudder when you see them. Why do they build buildings in the, oh. at the, in the areas when they know they're going to be destroyed? Because that idea, the idea that uh, in Tornado Valley, uh, buildings are destroyed constantly is not accurate. It's hmm. like it, you see when a tornado goes through uh, a town and destroys a bunch of buildings, you hear about it. You don't hear about when it doesn't happen. So it creates this idea that every building is destroyed, you know, multiple times a year when in reality, the odds of your house, even in Tornado Alley, of being destroyed by a tornado are pretty low. 
Um, okay. So and no, there's not. There's not. There are ways to make buildings strong enough to withstand tornadoes, but you wouldn't want to live in a building like that. Mm-hmm. Um, big like towers made of like concrete can typically to withstand uh, tornado winds. But it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's not that common. Like I said, my dad built our house in South Dakota, and it is built traditionally. If a tornado hit it, it would have been destroyed. We had tornadoes go through our yard, but we also had six acres. Um, a tornado has to basically confession hit you. time, huh? You're going to confess what happened at your house? What? What? When? What? Oh, the trampoline. Oh, yeah. A tornado took our trampoline. Um, and it flew through the air. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I thought you told me that wasn't true. It was true. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. No, the tornado took our trampoline. We saw it happen. And it threw it into the field and destroyed it. Why are you looking at me like Wait. that? Wait. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I won't say it on here. Say it on here. In case you're Because I, I have no members. idea what you're talking about. I thought you told me that like you moved a trampoline or you moved something in the yard when your dad was like, whoa, do you see the trail? But it was you making the trail Oh, the or trail. Something. Oh, no, no, no. And you we, hadn't we told him made to this day? A, I made a trail yeah. because I was obsessed with tornado trails. Yeah. I made but a trail through the corn was... maze and he saw it and thought it was a tornado okay, trail. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah, and I okay. didn't tell him until later. No, I didn't move the trampoline. I thought tra- you I didn't move him. the trampoline. I don't it, know. It, it threw it like five acres away Dave, and destroyed it. There's no way I could do that if you're if your mind that would be a, a full-on lie i would never do that no i just oh my gosh i'm offended i'm not accusing you of lying i'm just saying i'm ending the podcast now i'm just saying that i thought you didn't you're tell your me, dad about the like, trail ooh, yet ooh, ooh, no pull, you didn't have the heart fast one you didn't have the heart to like tell your dad because he was so excited about no in the trail. moment i didn't but yeah, I, that's I told what him I later thought, he, he saw yeah but we did have actual tornado like a real tornado trail go through our yard okay i was just remembering that because when you told me about it it started with the trampoline story so in my head i was like it's about the trampoline yeah we were looking for the trampoline and dad came across my trail and it was i don't even think i made it to be a tornado trail i made it to be a trail to probably just get through well we had we made a corn maze every other year so the farmer we had six acres but we couldn't like keep up keep it and it it, the first year that we had it it just was overgrown with weeds so we told the farmer you can plow five of our six acres we'll just mow the one like plant grass on it and mow the one and we had a, a little um garden on there too um and then so he would plant soy one year and then corn the mm-hmm. other year and the soy fertilized the soil for the corn the next year. And we would build corn mazes every year that we had corn. And we were there for four years. So I guess it was only two years that we made corn mazes. But the second year is when. The- so speaking of soy <clears throat> and corn. Oh, wait, it was three you years. You can make things out of soy. And so can you with stainless steel. So um, the last time you mentioned something about a metal 3D printer. Yes. That so is it printing in in stainless steel? No. Well, it can. using stainless steel filament? No, no or... it doesn't use filament. That's that's the thing about. Okay. So all right, all right. Whew. There are multiple ways you can print metal. Mm-hmm. Um the way that I think I was probably referring to uses a powdered form, usually um titanium and or aluminum, but I think they can do steel. Um where basically it has a, a thin layer of titanium. It uses a laser to melt the baseline pattern. Then a little uh, brush comes by and adds another very thin layer of metal, mm-hmm. powdered metal. The laser does it again, and then it just keeps doing that. And so it's basically printing layer by layer this metal part. 
And that is a when it's finished is a fully ready working part. I don't think it needs to be centered. Um, the other way to do it is to impregnate um, plastic filament with metal particles oh. printed out of a standard 3D printer. Well, I don't think it's like purely standard, but a, a more a more similar it. 3D printer, like the kind that we know that prints right. with a, a extruder. Then you do what's called sintering, which is where you basically bake the part um, and it, it melts away and evaporates the plastic and then fuses the metal together. And the part actually shrinks when you do that because you're removing material. Huh. So you actually have to print the part slightly larger than you need and then it sinters down to the proper size. Sintering machines are very expensive and they take all day because they have to slowly ramp up the temperature because if they do it too fast, then it's just going to all melt into a big puddle. Huh. Yeah, I went through that pretty quickly. You did. That's cool. Look up videos of metal 3D printers, though. They're fascinating. SpaceX uses the powder kind to print their um, turbo pumps, I'm pretty sure. That's really cool. Yeah. I think before we wrap up here, Gabriel and I finally finished watching and finished The um, Last of Us. We did. We watched right to the last of it. Uh, and I know we already actually talked about cordyceps on the, on the did, podcast at some point, um, but... If anyone has seen The Last of Us in the first episode, Gabe kind of caught uh, them saying something. What did they say at the beginning that wasn't super It was a small error. Well, first of all, they... I know it was a TV show, but... The first thing they did is blame it on global warming, which I thought was kind of funny. Oh, right, because they were like, cordyceps can only live like, in how 92... Can we, how can we blame humans on a, on a fungal infection? 92 degrees Global heat. warming. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, wait, so, the, so hold on. The R... General atmosphere has gotten warmer, so therefore all of our bodies in some form of adaptation. To, well, they, they, it it made it made sense in their percentage? in their context. It's just the planet has been much warmer than this. If that hasn't happened before, what are the odds of it happening now? Anyway, um, cordyceps has been around for a long time, um, but no, the error was such a good show. They they and it was. And this isn't really, I don't know if it was their mistake because this is a relatively recent discovery, but they assumed in the show that cordyceps uses basically psychedelics and chemicals to control the brains of their subject. Which is not true. That's not accurate. It's, they, they control the muscles. They control the muscles. So they've recently discovered through supercomputing um, that uh, when cordyceps takes over an insect, we'll say an ant, Rather than infecting its brain and telling it where to go, the mycelium actually grow throughout the muscle tissue and control the muscle, which begs the question, does cordyceps have a brain? If cordyceps is able to control the muscle tissue, where's yeah. the ganglia? What, where, what is telling the cordyceps muscle tissue what to do? What's popping over there? Me. I'm always popping, baby. No. <laughs> There's a tiny popping sound. I don't know. I'll, I'll just I'll sit over here if the popping's bothering you. Popping and locking. Sorry, it it's hard because that that popping. I'm sorry. I will stop moving. <laughs> anyway, stop popping and locking. I will. So <laughs> um, oh my toesies. I can pop your toe. Here we go. Ready? Nope. Wait. There it is. <laughs> anyway, what was they? Were we talking? Cordyspip. Cordyspip. Um. Uh, does it have a brain? Right, yeah, that's that's my question, and I don't have an answer to that. But um, it's cool though. It was a good show. It was. Um, it was very entertaining. It, if you're going in and you just want it to be zombies, y you're stupid. Here's what I gotta say: <laughs> politics, notwithstanding, 
I don't like when a show tries to force an agenda. And there was a little bit of that in this show. It was still very good. Uh, without spoiling bit. anything, I was kind of shocked, probably in a good way, but also in a bad way by what happened at the end. Um, oh. Because it made me, it very much, I don't know if this was intentional, but it very wait, much wait, wait. reframed how I felt about a certain character. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and well, then anyway. what, I, what, I did, what I wanted to talk about, if we don't have a topic for the next time, yeah. something that kind of happened to me today, because I was I saw a picture of when I was uh, setting up my online payments for my water bill, they have a picture of their water processing plant. And so I went on Google Maps to try to find it because I thought I'd flown over it before. Mm. Turns out I haven't. It's actually in a different location, but I found it. But that got me in the discovery mode. And so I went all the way to the northern tip of Alaska and I found a village with a pizza place <laughs> called Mario's Pizza. And I read the reviews of Mario's Pizza. And then I went on the street view and I found a church and I tried to figure out what song they were singing and I couldn't read it. And I just felt like I'd visited that town. And so I want to say your assignment, people who listen, person who listens, is uh, go go on Google Maps and just go to some random place uh, that looks neat and scroll around until you find a town and then find a restaurant and read the reviews or, or a business, you know, and, and, and look at the people. And, you know, there's a whole world out there. You'll probably never visit. You'll probably never visit that place. And yet there are people that spend their entire lives there and they're yeah. just as unaware of you as you are of them. And, it kind of it gives you the same feeling as traveling the world does. Um, and I haven't traveled the I've mostly just traveled the U.S. lately, but I traveled all over the world when I was in the military. And mm-hmm. the perspective that it gives is very valuable because it's very easy true. to get caught up in the idea that your experiences and your tiny little bubble are all that there is or all that matters. Absolutely. Even if you Especially can say past, verbally that you don't think that the past couple of years, I think not even intentionally, but we've all done that. Yeah. Because oh, it, we've it, been it, home. A lot yeah, more. COVID is is definitely caused a lot a of hive nature. minds. Yeah. It's it's created uh, pockets that are separate from each other and I think the strength of humanity is in the fact that we all together are hopefully able to um accept and understand without necessarily being exactly like other people. Yeah. Um Don't forget that Mario's Pizza exists. Yeah, in, you in may northern never Alaska. There. It is in our nature. So don't feel guilty about this, but it's in all of our nature to yeah. fear that which we don't understand. It's a defense mechanism, evolutionary defense mechanism left over from the Neanderthal. We lived in small family groups and we were very you know, protective of our resources. And if another tribe came in, we had to... You know, that fight or flight response kicks in and we had to decide is are they going to be an asset or are we going to fight? And that's left. We still all have that. That's where bigotry comes from. That's where racism comes from. It's all instinctive. We have to fight outside of that. We have to 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 remember that different isn't necessarily bad. And what better way to do that than to experience other cultures and absolutely anyway. Okay. That's well, that's next time because we were talking about Google maps and this is an assignment. You see those weird discs on the prickly pear outside. What are they? It looks like there's some parasite that's eating from the center out and it's created these perfect circles on the prickly pear. Do you see that? Nope. It's literally right there. Okay. Well, we'll go. We're going to talk about, I was going to say we literally promoted this podcast as there's no homework. 
and now did I just give homework? I'm sorry. You don't have to do no, that. I'm kidding. I'm just I'm saying, kidding, if kidding. you do do that though, and you find something interesting, email us yeah, about let it. Let us know or tweet and, and Gabe, us, Gabe, Gabe. Or tweet me. Twitter all the time. I do. I'm not verified Especially anymore because kind of verification doesn't mean anything. Truzels. <laughs> okay. I actually asked Elon Musk, well, and he didn't respond. Um, can I? pay the eight dollars a month for the promotional tools and the longer tweets without getting the verification badge because verification badge used to mean i am who i say i am i am who i say i am and now all it means is i paid for twitter and it's the meaning has changed and therefore it's become embarrassing to have one for me at Blue least maybe that'll change mark. but right now it's i'm verified I am who I say I am. you know what i want to do make an account called elon musk and get it verified <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think you um, do that. anyway well thanks Stainless so much for steel. joining us here today Stainless steel is regular steel mixed with a metal that doesn't um, uh, corrode or oxidize. So usually stainless steel is like 80% steel and 20% nickel. All right, the end. Thank you so much for joining us today. So it has the physical properties of steel. It's very strong, but it has the uh, uh, non-corrosive properties of nickel. Next time we're going to talk about Google Maps. Gold doesn't Maybe read another either. email. Gold can be uh, dissolved in aqua regia, though. It's the if, only acid that can dissolve gold. I was thinking if I were going to own gold, I would store it in salt form or liquid form by dissolving it in aqua regia. Don't tell people that. And I could just have a, a thing of salt, and you wouldn't know that it's gold. And it could be converted back into gold if I wanted to. We love you all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Night. They're listening to this at night. Afternoon. Toodles.